Welcome to the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast, a 15-minute segment where we chat with various content creators of adult entertainment on what drives them, tips for growth, and so much more. Keep it simple, straight to the point, and contains easy-to-execute tips. This show is brought to you by eatfans.com. Monetize your influence. Who are you and what's your niche? Uh, I am Little Miss BBW. Um, I do also go by Miss K. My niche is pretty much my own. I make weed look cool. So I do anything from, I guess, the norm, as people so call it, to being different, being rebellious, being absolutely out there and spontaneous, like playing with a gobstopper. <laughs> I don't know. What does being rebellious mean to you? I mean, like... Uh, rebellious, meaning to be something, like, out there, be, like, um, push the limits. Yeah. So, in my case, rebellious is, like, pushing a limit that normal people would perceive norm. Uh-huh. And going, well, taking... For instance, we'll say normal people, in this case, would play with, what, a six-inch dildo seven inch <laughs> i'll play with a 12 inch and it will have a 3.23 girth oh wow so, <laughs> yeah so I, I pretty much do the norm and then push that <laughs> okay so you want to go above and beyond okay so yeah. when you, when you first started was that the intention or was it just to kind of just is that just your personality in general to just push the norm um, when I first started, um, I kind of jumped into it like Australia is very different to the reasons why people get into, I guess, escorting or prostitution or cam work. Mm-hmm. Um, you you kind of just fall into it. You just have, uh, I don't know, a need for attention, a need for, you know, trying to find yourself to be to, to establish confidentiality mm-hmm. or like um, to, you know, establish just being confident in any means. So you want to kind of venture out to see what your sexuality is. And then you start to explore. And from there, you just start to develop all these, I don't know, it's like a tree. You start to develop one step at a time or one branch at a time, and then it just peers off to another branch. And you seem to just end up with a big function living tree with different branches and fetishes and (laughs) different ways of going. But you said the most important thing was you just got started, huh? And then it just it is. You just you just start. And when you start, like some people in the industry I talk to, they start either as a stripper Mm -hmm. or as somebody that just does online content. And then from there, a lot of them either start in escorting and then they venture through to Mm -hmm. doing stripping or online work or escorting. They all just venture into each other. So, so when you first started, what what was your avenue? Uh, was it like you know making our own mine was, camming? Or my, no, no, mine was originally just escorting at first, um, and then I just thought to myself, maybe I should film myself jiggling my butt cheeks. <laughs> maybe I should stand in front of the camera as a bigger woman, as a BBW, and show my curves. Uh huh. And I started with Twitter and. Originally, like everyone else, I thought Twitter was used for famous people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when you get onto Twitter, you're like, oh, that famous person just tweeted this. And you always hear about it on TV. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually believe Twitter is a massive social media platform for sex working and for advertisement of like fans only or only fans and 
you know, it's built to like an empire for literally adverting for, you know, sexuality and, you know, transsexuals, pansexuals, bisexuals, escorts, cam stars, porn stars, you name it. It is Mm -hmm. known for it. Do you have any tips for creators starting out? Just do it. Don't think about what that content has in it. Um, A lot of people seem to double-guess their stuff. And it's the same with if you're doing podcasting or anything. You know, they just say, don't even just think about it. Just hit enter, done, it's gone. There it is. Post, it's up. Tweet, it's done. I love it. I love your advice. Yeah, (laughs) like just start. Like a lot of people, they get stuck and they want to make, they don't want to make a mistake or they don't, you're just like, just start. You'll just figure it out. You know. But the thing is, is that's what life's about. It's about mistakes. But in this case, you're the only one knows it's a mistake. You know, if you, you know, you feel confident, just do it. And then all of a sudden, if you don't like that one, then produce another one. But that one's already out in the world. So you may as well just do one and then do it better. You know, there's always a goal or a benchmark that you seem to set yourself as a person and you just go for it. Man, look at you. you like Tony Robbins, man. You out here giving people motivation and stuff. <laughs> How do you keep your content fresh while avoiding burnout? It's really hard. Um, at the moment, I managed to get a day job between 9 and 5, like everyone else, Monday to Friday. I have a nighttime job, which I work in, believe it or not, an adult store. So I get discounts and tax and everything like that on top for free products. <laughs> <laughs> I get to test all the new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this product's good. <laughs> it is. So I'm like, and then and then you go, okay, so how do I make the market? How do I sell this product to my fans? Wow. <laughs> so it, it does come down to, so I do that. And then on top of that, I come runner up for porn star of the year last year um through the x awards um i was nominated for thank you i was nominated for the aaia awards there was six categories i was nominated for this year um it was a very t- stiff really tough competition because since covid's ended everyone's kind of lifted up their game during covid mm-hmm. <laughs> so all the new all the new products are coming out or you know all the new producing of movies it's just going spiral here in australia but it's like the market can't keep up because at one end we're like pushing out content but mm-hmm. on the other end it's crashing because ah. there's so much content and so much competitiveness that people are dropping their prices on OnlyFans. people are you know trying to discount themselves and undercut everyone else and people there's a bit of a rival between the two but the funny thing is is that there shouldn't have to be a rival. It should be your content is worth what you believe it's worth. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to discount and undercut anyone else and undercut the competitors and sell more than that's your priority, it's a business. There's a lot of girls that disagree in the industry in Australia, but I just look at it, it is a business. It is what somebody believes they're worth. It is what they're willing to make out of their business. Mm And if that's the way they're going, then you just have to go with it. There's no point arguing about it. Just continue on and just be good at what you're good at. Worry about you and your business. Seriously, worry about you and your business. I like how you said that your price is your price. Because a lot of people, you're right, it's like a race to the bottom. But if you know your stuff is worth $10, $12, $15 a month, if you know it's worth that, just keep charging that. Like You'll find the right customers. 
You will, and customers like I said, they look, they like quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. So as much as people can bust out a lot of different things that are going for five to ten minutes, it's not about the quantity that you have in your library. It's about the quality. Do something different, stand out. Think of something spontaneous to do, like for instance, me and a gobstopper, and you know, or let's try ping pong balls. Believe it or not, they were all free content. Mm. And I seem to have a niff of trying to build my backing before I want to charge people. Because ideally speaking, if you're going to build an empire, then you start charging it. A lot of people are going to be there. They're going to follow you no matter where you go because you've already built that empire. Hmm. So you're building so an I empire right now, huh? Build the empire and then charge the fortune. Oh, okay. Okay. What change would you like to see in the online community space? Oh, uh, I think less negativity around body diversity. Um, I think there's a lot of stigma still going around about, I guess, the differences in sex work, the differences in cam work. Everyone wants to put everyone down to try and step forward. Mm. So in order to step forward, you know, I can understand people are in it for money, people are in it for the real reason, people want to make a career out of it. But I also want to take the stigma away where big businesses and companies actually talk to people that are individually making their own content because Mm -hmm. there's no difference between the two only fans they're actually they're doing it all themselves they're Mm -hmm. filming themselves they're producing themselves they're you know editing it all themselves so they're doing the directing themselves they're doing everything themselves yes the difference between the bigger company and the little guy is the big company has money and they can produce dvds and magazines and they've got following they've got an empire already the little guy might not have all that but they have quality not quantity Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of hope that, you know, in the near future that bigger companies want to work with body diverse people, um, especially BBWs. They don't really like to work very much with them in Australia. We get oh, wow. shut out a lot. So question, what can a company like Eat Fans do to push the movement forward? Because our first ever... Uh, creator of the month was uh, Miss Ganja. She's a black BBW. And during mm-hmm. our interview, she told us that, uh, you know, there's that no website has ever like showcased her. So we were like, well, we want to be the first because we, we like love her over yeah. here, you know, and she makes a lot of money on the platform. But like, what can we do more? Because we want to be part of the change. We don't want to be part of the, exactly. the norm right now. What can we do on our end to help push BBWs forward? I think more to do is see what BBWs are out there. A lot of Mm -hmm. it comes with connection, though. So a lot of companies, they seem to connect with each other and talk to each other, but they're not recognising that there's more people out there that are BBW that want to be noticed. They just don't have the confidence to come forward because every time they try, the door gets shut in their face. So, for instance, my first one was a magazine. I actually went through ASN Lifestyles magazine. They might be a good one to interview for you guys, Mm -hmm. especially for podcasts because they do open the door to a lot of people, including BBW, and it's a digital magazine that goes around the UK and America. But, you know, that there's other possibilities like just being trying to, you know, get more girls to talk as bbw alone trying to 
um, besides the podcast, try to like, you know, the YouTube channel, try to really stand out that BBW is part of the world around us and part of the program. Okay. I think it's just being recognised as a BBW and the guidelines of what is a BBW, you know, what it takes to be one, maybe even do like an episode based on how hard it is for them in, you know, in the areas that we're in, such as sex work. It's, we're very, very, like we're underpaid. You know, like we get, we get criticised, we get everything. Wow. So even when it comes that. to like the Australian side, the AAIA Awards, the Adult, sorry, Australian Adult Industry Awards this year gave a BBW award down to somebody that was new category to BBW. Wow. Just because it fit their aesthetics better? Actually a massive slap in the face. Wow. The word sitting at their table and it was a big smack in the face because they've only just managed to get the awards out and it's been this is the second year they've had that as an opportunity for big for bigger women so we're all in the category but to give it to somebody that's a size 12 in australia you know when the category for a bbw woman starts in 18 or a us 14 Mm-hmm. To give it to somebody that's beneath them and not even in that category of, you know, BBW was pretty hurtful. Ah, wow. I'm so sorry to hear so, that. Yeah, no, I think there's just a fine line of what a BBW is. and But, yeah, no, they, they really, Australia's, like, try to push us out. Um, I think the America, they, they consider their own BBWs, but when you try and go from Australia to America or to the UK, they really push us away. So it's like we kind of want the joining of all three to come forward and say, okay, we want the best of the best from every side of like every side of the world, like Australia, UK and America. Mm-hmm. And we want them to fight for it. Who is the best of the best? And I would love to see that. Okay, I think uh, I think you fans can maybe do put together something like that. That's a great idea. Because it my would be spinning. like the best, the best. Yeah. Like you know, like nobody's done it. Put America, put the UK, <laughs> put Australia. <laughs> give you top, give it even a top three to top five, or the best contest content, cre- like you know, the best content creator, and let people vote for it. Let people gun for it, and you will see it. Even if America wins, you will still then get recognition. Even in different countries, there actually are BBW women that want to be recognized and want to, you know, have that. I like that idea a lot. I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna pitch it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Just I'm gonna so credit you. Can, you. You probably find you can even find that you can even team up with like AVN might even be interested. The AVN awards are massive mm-hmm. and they might even be interested in the idea because just think of it was you gotta pitch it is a fight for the best. Fight for the title. <laughs> The best content creators for BBW in the world. And then you're going to have some from South Africa, some from India, some from, you know, and you can even number it to a a top five in each country. And then you can, you know, do your top ten. You know how they do, like, um, the Miss World and things like that. You could make it so much like that, you know, and let them fight for it. (laughs) It'd be like putting... In the palm of your hand. <laughs> Everybody would eat that up, man. Like people love it. Like, well, you, your fan, your 
your fan base will go through the roof. You would mm-hmm. even have like narrowed up. You could even talk to Naked News in Australia or Naked News in, you know. Um, we actually had an anchor of massive uh, of Naked News on the show a couple weeks ago. She's uh, one of the anchors. <laughs> I was actually I was um I was a top six finalist to become one of the anchors for Australia. Uh, and yeah. I was yeah, pretty much one of the six and I just missed it by two. By two. <laughs> Have they ever had like a BBW um anchor on there? Yeah, so pretty much what happened was is that there was they out of thousands between Australia and New Zealand, they mm-hmm. needed a producer. So which would be the anchor of Australia and I missed it to Lucy Power by an inch. Oh, Lucy Power, so, that's who we interviewed. Yes. So, <laughs> I came, so I came second to Lucy in this oh, place, so wow. just below her. Oh, wow. Oh, it's come yeah. full circle. Wow, this is wild. So you got a finalist in it, and you've also talked to the anchor of it. Yeah, so we were just behind her. Oh, okay, okay. How can the people find you? This has been a great episode. I really enjoyed this one. <laughs> Um, my most is my Twitter. I say anyone from anywhere is on my Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Just look up at Little Miss BBW. Um, you can find me on Instagram, which is Little Miss BBW 005. And then mm-hmm. I can go from there and like me, follow my stuff, free content on Twitter, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the links will be in the show notes. And uh, thank you again, Little Miss BBW. Not a problem at all. It was wonderful speaking with you, and thank you for the opportunity. Of course, of course. This has been another episode of the Yeet Fans Quickie Podcast. Go out and create something cool. Then monetize it on yeetfans.com, a space for creators. 